In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Mike Alardi. The Berrien County Republican Party Executive Board has withdrawn their support from Representative Pauline Wenzel over her vote to expand civil rights protections. Ken Lundberg has the update. Last March, the Michigan legislature approved an expansion of the Elliott Larson Civil Rights Act to prohibit discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Representative Wenzel was one of 11 Republicans to vote for the expansion, and it was eventually signed into law. In response, the Berrien County GOP Executive Board has issued a formal rebuke, withdrawing their goodwill and support from 11 House and Senate Republicans, including Wenzel. Representative Wenzel's response. This is an issue about basic human dignity and equal protection under the law. Um, This is about housing and employment, and they're trying to turn it into something that it's not. The resolution leaves room for the local party leaders to reverse their position. Ken Lundberg, WSJM News. 17th District State Senator Jonathan Lindsay is calling for a closer look to be taken at an electric vehicle battery project planned for Macosta County. The Goshen Incorporated battery plant would employ more than 2,300 people by 2030 if it's open, but Lindsay says Goten has ties to China. Speaking at a press conference yesterday, he says concerns about the national security implications of such a plant are reasonable. I believe it brought us to a point in the Michigan legislature where we should be pumping the brakes on this project. We're still facing a potential transfer request vote from the Senate appropriations about this. Uh, I think that should be entirely off the table, and I think we should go back to the drawing board and really build out some tools to do a deep dive evaluation of, of this partnership and this project. The State Senate Appropriations Committee voted last week to approve state funding for the battery plants proposed by Ford Motor Company and Arnex Energy, but the plant proposed by Goshen was left out. The company says it's a U.S.-owned subsidiary of Goshen High Tech based in China. The project was in line to receive $175 million from the state for its $2.4 billion plant. Lindsay says Democrats are, quote, willing to hand over money to a company that takes orders from the Chinese Communist Party and do so without any sort of diligence, unquote. He wants more review. Ribbon cutting and groundbreaking is planned for today for the New Heights Laundry Hub in Benton Heights. It's a long-awaited laundromat and community center that'll house human and social services, including financial coaching, career services, and health consultations. The project has been made possible thanks to more than a million dollars in donations collected by New Heights CCDA. It has the support of the Whirlpool Foundation, the First Church of God, the Frederick S. Upton Foundation, and the Corwell Health Foundation, among others. The center at 2121 Red Arrow Highway will be available for use by the general public and is expected to open this fall. The groundbreaking is set for 4.30 p.m. today. Andrew Green, WSJM News. Air quality data shows Michigan is improving in some areas but falls behind in others. Ken Fletcher, Advocacy Director for the American Lung Association, noted our state is tracking in the right direction. Well, definitely we saw some improvement in ozone pollution. We saw fewer days overall where there were unhealthy days with ozone pollution, and the metro Detroit area actually fell out of the 25 top polluted areas in the country for ozone pollution. However, there are also increases in short-term particle pollution. Some areas, like in Allegan County, could be getting a failing grade because of ozone pollution traveling across Lake Michigan from Chicago. Fletcher says we are getting better, but still have a long way to go when it comes to air quality. Benton Township trustees have adopted three ordinances this week to allow and regulate recreational marijuana businesses in the township. Ordinances were based on its existing medical marijuana ordinance, allow for provisioning centers within specially designed districts away from schools, churches, and other commercial businesses. Township used its existing ordinance as the basis for the recreational ordinance, which includes regulations on hours, smells, and more. 
Here's Township Building Official Chris Fuchs. On the medical side, there was a sense that we needed to tighten up where the testing facilities and the secure transporters were located, push them into the restricted industrial district, and then to mirror the recreational to allow for the provisioning centers for sale of medical marijuana, and then on the recreational side to mirror the uses. Retailers will only be allowed on the portion of Pipestone Avenue south of I-94, zoned as a heavy industrial district. Consumption lounges, micro-businesses, and drive through facilities are still banned. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney.